Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Motherfucking mini-episode. Mini-episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Yep, yep, yep. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep into the pockets of black conspiracy. <laughs> and we finally work to prove the theories that you. The listener have at home. We are talking to you idiots at home this time. Listen up, dummies. I'm David Bory. <laughs> and I'm your your other host, Langston Kerman. And God damn it, I'm excited. We, you know, we we get nonsense sent to us pretty constantly. Uh, and and today's no exception. It's it's lovely, that lovely, sweet nonsense that I look forward to every week. Sweet titty nonsense. Sweet titty nonsense. Look at the honkers on this nonsense. <laughs> so this specific flavor of nonsense comes to us from a person named Corey. Corey sent us an email. So the subject line said baby formula. And he said, hey, Langston and David, really love the podcast. I've been listening since the very beginning. It's even better with the addition of David. You guys have great chemistry and seem to like working together. I have something I think you can help with. I don't love that he's framing this as like an assignment, but I'm listening, Corey. Thank you so much. That's very sweet of you. I appreciate it. Uh, he says, I was talking to a coworker about this va- baby formula shortage, and I was telling him about the formula companies in the 1970s that had people going to African countries pretending to be doctors to convince women not to breastfeed so that they could sell them baby formula or maybe test it out on them. Of course, he didn't believe it. He's white. So I tried looking it up, but couldn't find anything. I know I heard that this somewhere and I don't smoke weed, so I couldn't have just dreamt it up. Anyway, 
say, I don't have a huge research army working for me like you do. Jesus <laughs> Christ. What what research <laughs> so, army, Corey? So what you think's happening? <laughs> <laughs> You think you think the army is a, there's a team helping us? It's me. I'm the only one, Corey. I, David doesn't even look anything up. It's just me. I don't even have the internet on my phone. <laughs> That's a bill issue. <laughs> so he says, I, so I'm hoping you can get them on this. And the new guy is from Africa, so he probably has people there that know all about this. I think you're the new guy in this situation. Okay. Getting some proof of this would be great so I can show that this guy what kind of devilment his people be up to. Thanks. Uh, sent from my iPhone. That's it. That's okay. cool. Corey. Corey wants to know uh, if you're at all aware of the the intentional effort to uh, misuse baby formula, or rather trick African people into using baby formula for the sake of uh, keeping them less healthy. I am not. I, I mean, I first want to get on wax that I am a huge advocate for African titty milk. Ah, I believe that. Yes. <laughs> I believe that is why I'm so strong. I attribute it to the fact that I've never gotten COVID because I was outside, y'all. I went, I was out. Have you really never gotten it? Not one time. Whoa. I'm saying African titty milk. That's, that says something about African titty milk because. Bro, I rarely, I rarely get sick. You are, you are not a person, and I don't think I'm out of line saying this, you are not a person who I would presume would even make it past the second wave of COVID without getting it. I, no, I am out, and you know, I'm, that's the type of guy I am, but no, I never got it. One, I never even, I didn't get, I, I seriously, Langston, I get sick every other year, probably. Whoa. And is, it's when that. you get sick, are they like bad colds, or is it like, no, I'm, I, I, Fight them shits off fast and easy. Yeah, fast and easy. It's like I'll be down for a couple days, but that's about it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I not, I, I don't really get sick a lot. No. If this isn't an Af- look, if we don't get a sponsorship from African Titty Milk, I don't hmm. know what this podcast is for. I don't even. I don't want to take it now. I think it's too late. Me, you put it late in life. That shit's. It's like taking testosterone. I don't know what's gonna happen. Oh, right. Then then parts of you shrivel up that ain't supposed to be shriveled up. No, I meant I go Super Saiyan. Oh, you think you would get like crazy buff just from, from my that ego pure... would go crazy. Everything. God damn. I would, my my clarity, I would go clear, as the Scientologists say. <laughs> if I was if I was on titty milk right now, I'm going clear like immediately. You're gonna float a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing David Blaine street magic for real. <laughs> yeah, watch dunk. me pull my card out of this orange. <laughs> Thank you, Titty Milk. <laughs> so, so to the question that Corey is proposing about the these 1970s companies, there actually is a fair amount of legitimacy to this. I think we talked about it on a previous episode, not in depth, but a little uh, briefly, that there was very intentional efforts around sort of like contraception and maternal health that happened to like, I, I guess the, the intentional effort was to to trick women, specifically African women and third world nation women into doing improper shit with their kids for the sake of of getting these companies rich, if that makes sense. I mean, I believe it, A, because the Nestle Corporation is 
pure evil known to have been for a long time now. And that's the perfect third world. To, like nobody's checking. You right. Know what I'm saying? Nobody, it's, that's like a great way to make all your money. Like, sure, yeah, Nestle sells chocolate bars in America, but if they're selling Infamil to all of sub-Saharan Africa, that's way more money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it is. It's one of the things, and I'm glad you're saying this because it's one of the things that I've always uh, thought was pretty fucked up and should be illegal. Is like, hey, bro, if you specialize in chocolate, just do chocolate. You don't get to do some other, fu- you know what I mean? You don't get to do baby formula and chocolate. Just you don't be a get to do medicine. Company. And like, I know personally from what I viewed, the power of medicine in places that it's not readily available is very strong in that, like, if you would tell people it's medicine, just that fact, like, it's like that Chris Rock. I guarantee you, it's like that Chris Rock Robitussin joke where they're giving mm-hmm. it to kids, but now they're giving it to you when you're sick. They're putting it in, you know what I mean? They're rubbing it on your rash. Yeah. Like, that's how that shit kind of works. So I can see it's like, and the idea of like a health tonic is, that's one of the oldest scams in the book, right? Snake oil salesman. It goes right. back forever and ever and ever. Like, I sell you this wonder tonic. So it just seems like all that seems very plausible. Yeah, me. if I if you pitch this as medicine, it becomes a cure-all, or at least it becomes interpreted as a cure-all, which isn't the case and also becomes a dangerous precedent to be setting for the individuals that are now treating it that way. Yeah, now if these... Now here's where the Nestle company fucked up. If they were smart, they would have been bottling all that titty milk for themselves, selling it back <laughs> to the Elon Musks and whatnot of the world. That's my eventual plan. <laughs> is the bottle that's any milk. And then and then what are you going to do with it? I'm going to flip it to these rich guys. Oh. And you're going to say this is pure African titty milk, you obviously. Pure African titty milk. You're you're going to want to spend a lot of money on this. Yeah. This is deep deep titty milk from the heart of the Congo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get any more heart than this. No, this is the deepest darkest titty milk. <laughs> Oh, fuck. (laughs) You should have seen the black titties that this milk came out of. This is from some just cocoa nipples. (laughs) Just flavor flavor nipples everywhere. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. 
Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. So one of the things that that I found in looking, Corey, for some legitimacy to what you're talking about is an article from Business Insider that actually it's entitled Every Parent Should Know the Scandalous History of Infant Formula. And one of the things that they say in the article is that outrage started in the 1970s when Nestle, the company, one of the companies you're talking about, was accused of getting third world mothers hooked on formula, which is less healthy and more expensive than breast milk. The allegation led to hearings in the Senate and the World Health Organization, resulting in a new set of marketing rules, yet infant formula remains an $11.5 billion and growing market. Which means you are absolutely correct and your dumb fucking co-worker can suck a dick because, a yes, dick. you know what I mean? Yes, they intentionally were trying to convince these black mothers, these African mothers, to not give their children uh, titty milk, not uh, unfortunately, Bori, because they were saying it was so precious and they wanted to keep it for themselves, but instead because they're saying it just makes more money for the big corporations if they think formula is better. Yeah, and it also is. That's the most. That's the most sinister thing to do because not only are you taking people who are undereducated about health in general, it, you include their babies. People mm-hmm. are going to do whatever. That's all anybody's doing is working to protect their babies. So it's really the worst kind of evil. Yes. And uh, the article goes on to say that in poverty-stricken cities in Asia, Africa, Latin America, babies are dying because their mothers bottle-feed them with Western-style infant milk, alleged war on want. So basically they're saying like, you know, we consume different diets, we have different ways of sort of living, but these companies are sort of putting out the exact same shit for, you know, all of the world. And people are getting sick because this shit ain't built for their bodies and their lifestyles and, you know, their survival, essentially. It's just substance that they told them was better for them. Yeah, which is, you know what is built for your body? Congified titty milk. <laughs> Get you a nice cool glass. Uh <laughs> oh, this is cold titty milk. Okay, yeah, you do yeah, it different. Yeah. All right. <laughs> How do you do it? Uh, we heat it up for the baby. That's usually the the it comes out warm and it we we try to match that for the body, but you're like, nah, chill, put some even ice on, in even, that titty even, milk. Even on a hot day? Even on a hot day, you got to give them warm titty milk. Oh, drop a cube in it, see how she feels next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come downstairs and my baby's gonna have her legs crossed, clinking a glass. <laughs> Hello, father. <laughs> She's talking already. <laughs> 
I don't know if you've heard, but I'm classy now. <laughs> I drink my titty milk chilled. <laughs> so one of the things that this reminds me of is the fact, and this is similar, but not exactly the same thing. And I think this is what came up in the previous episode is that there is also a rich history of testing prophylactics and basically like birth control on various women of third world and African nations, right? That like, I believe Kenya, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, was one of the countries that had like a major pushback when they discovered that like all of these people were coming in and doing literal experiments on Kenyan women uh, in private with birth controls that they were not consenting to. It's Yeah, it's one of the great tragedies of the world, right? The less educated, the more that they can get away with. And the, and, and the thing is that there's not like, you know, how many people, you know, know anything about Africa? You know, there's just not, yeah. there's just not, there's not the eyes on it that there should be so that they can get away with these things. Yeah. And one of the things I, I'm even discovering when you think about it, like in terms of like accountability, right? Like we're watching this shit even with like the fucking January 6th hearings that are happening where like. They're literally laying out all the explanation of how Trump and his team planned this entire day, how they this was fully something they concocted, whatever, whatever. And on the back end of this, zero will happen because there is no accountability for the largest systems in charge. There just isn't. No matter what the fuck they do or say or have done to people, it, at the end of the day, what, you're going to put the fucking president in jail? It's never happened. They're not starting now. And so the same feels true for these major corporations where like the World Health Organization comes in and goes, hey, stop that. And they go, all right, but they ain't stopping it. No, no, What, you going to beat my ass, World Health Organization? It's one of those things. And they also and they also got what they needed to get. Right. Mm-hmm. If you teach an entire generation of people that and then they say, hey, stop it. OK, but they're not going to go and uneducate these people. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? The damage is already done. The ball's already rolling. So, yeah, sure. It's like it's like it's like copyright infringement. Hey, don't make that T-shirt with my logo on it. OK, but I already flipped a pallet. Yeah. Worth, you know what I mean? It doesn't. Fucking I'm matter. already rich, baby. What are you talking yeah, about? Who cares? I'm up. <laughs> Yeah, it's completely true. I mean, even in terms of like uh, of uh, breastfeeding for black women in the United States, the statistics of black women that breastfeed are lower, but it's not because black women don't like their babies or love their babies or even know how to nurture their babies. But truly, the education wasn't the same in terms of the benefits and the reasoning behind the shit. So we find ourselves not breastfed as often because the fucking world made a plan for us not to do that. And we, at times, weren't even allowed to fucking do it because we were too busy feeding white babies out of black titties. And now there's just, you know, it's this complicated history. But it's, to your point, the damage is done. It's permanent more than it is like something we can work backwards on. No, yeah. I mean, mean, the only... The only way to overcome it is re-education, and who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna spearhead that? Yeah, you know who's saying? gonna pay is for Nestle, that? Yeah, is Nestle gonna pay for that? No, of course they're not. So now we just have like there's a dearth. It's it, it, it's it's very upsetting. Yeah, it's it's not great. And and Corey, I don't know why you wanted us to to deal in such a sad subject. It's it's truly David is noticeably uh, upset at this point. 
I've gone dark. <laughs> he won't even he won't even make eye contact with me because there's tears in those eyes from what my you're doing. My camera's off. Here. My eyes are bloodshot. <laughs> And it wouldn't be if he got some titty milk right now, some sweet no. African titty milk. Cocafied, congified, <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> congified. <laughs> but Corey, I hope this gives you all the equipment you need to be able to prove that chicanerous white man wrong, you know? Yeah, he, go dunk on that white boy. Go dunk on that white boy at work and 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 please uh, send him to the article that I'm, I'm talking about, which I'm not going to link you to. Find it yourself, Corey. Jesus, the Internet is vast. You have this potential. Also, also make him cover some of your shifts now that he knows what time it is. Right. Go to your okay. son's basketball like game, that. Corey. Fuck him. I like that. That's the move. Yeah, he's got to bring juice boxes this week. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Bring Cinnabons. Full <laughs> flavor. Not the mini shits. Ooh. Yeah, he's got to bring Cinnabons and not, none of them orange frosting Cinnabons neither. No, you the gotta, real shit. Yeah, bring the real shit. And only for the blacks. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> you you know what to do, Corey. You've been you've been charged with with your responsibilities. And if you want to do the same as Corey and send us a really sad uh, subject for us to unpack, you can send it to mymamapod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Bory, could you tell the people where they could find you? They can find me at officialdavidbory.com. I got, it's like, day, it, it's hard keeping it all in my head. I'm around though. Come out and see me. You know what I mean? I'm a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good fucking guy. <laughs> Congified and, titty milk. And he's serving up Congified titty milk wherever they'll let You can find me him. at tittiesandhennessy.com. <laughs> I hope you shout that out every podcast from now on. Yeah, I think it's going to go further, yeah. <laughs> As always, you can follow me at Langston Kerman. I would love to hear from you. And I, I got shit going on, too. I got some dates in August that I'll tell you about when I remember them off the top of my head. Anyway, uh, that's it. Bye, bitch. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. 
What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.